What's up guys? Welcome back to another daily Bible reading snapshot. Today we're only reading one chapter, Numbers chapter 7, but I want you to imagine what it would be like for our church's giving record, so all the stuff that people give to the church. I want you to imagine what that would be like if it was written down, published, and put for the whole world to see. Would you be ashamed? Would you be embarrassed? Or would you be proud of what you gave to God? Now, think in the terms of what we're reading today, that's exactly what happens here for this generation. Their gifts are not only given here, but they're also described who gave these gifts and how much they gave to God. Now, that sounds like a weird concept. Why would God do this? Well, I think for one reason he does this is he's showing how the people of Israel got this um, this stuff, all the stuff that they got for the tabernacle, who gave what, and it was a way to honor them, but also it was to show that God provides and he provides through his people. And we see all these different people giving these gifts back to God. And this chapter is really long. It's 89 verses, which is why we're only reading one. But what would it be like if your giving was put on display? Would you be proud of what you've given to God? Would you be ashamed that you didn't give what you should have given? Right, And although your giving is not going to be put on display like this in the Bible, it is important for us to think that everything we do, we're going to be held accountable by God. And one thing we don't talk about very much, but we probably should talk about more, is giving. Are you a generous giver to the church, to the people in your life? Are you generous with what God has given you to other people? Or are you stingy? Or are you selfish? Or do you think first of all about what you're going to do with the stuff that you get, before you think about how much you're going to give to God or how much you're going to give to other people. Because it's important for us, especially if you look at the whole Bible, for our context, we're not building a tabernacle, right? You're not one of the Israelites that can give the gold earring out of your ear to your tribal leader that he can give to the tabernacle that can be a part of the Ark of the Covenant, right? Your gold earring is not going to be part of the Ark of the Covenant. But God does still give us principles in the New Testament that we're supposed to give to the work of the gospel that's happening. We're supposed to give to the people that feed us the word of God. I want you to really think about that question. Am I giving to the church? Am I giving to organizations or to people that are advancing the gospel? That's really important that we're generous with our money because guess what? It's not our money. It's not our stuff. This really was God's stuff. And before it was the Israelites, it was the Egyptians. And God says, I'm giving you this stuff so that you'll be generous with me and with others. Same principle is true today. Are you generous with what God has given you? Or are you just thinking about what you can do with it? And for some of you, you might be thinking, well, I don't get that much stuff. I don't have, you know, a bunch of cash floating around. Yeah, it's probably true for as a junior high student, you probably don't have that much cash. But there are things that you do where you're, you're getting and giving, right? You're, you're getting things and you're giving things, or you're getting money and you're spending money. Next time you get money uh, for your birthday or for Christmas, or I know Christmas is a long time from now, but for your birthday or for something, I want you to think first, how am I going to give back to God first? That's really what we should be thinking every time that God provides for us. How should I give back to God first? So that's what we read in Numbers chapter 7. It's a long chapter, but it reminds us of the important principles of giving even today. So that's Numbers. We're looking at now Mark chapter 4 in the New Testament. If you've got a Bible, you can check Mark chapter 4 out. Um, we're looking at the second half of this chapter, which has a bunch of parables. So 
Obviously, the first half has one big parable, the parable of the sower, which you probably know pretty well. But there's some other lesser known parables right here. But a lot of them are teaching a similar truth. So especially the middle two here. So first one is the parable of a lamp under a basket. What does that mean? Um, Jesus says the kingdom of God is like a lamp set up on a stand. You wouldn't put it under a basket. You want this lamp to come in and show and illuminate the darkness. Right? The kingdom of God is like that. It's coming into the world and showing the truth of people's sinfulness. It's showing the truth about things and it's providing light. So that's the first one. Second one and third one are very similar. One is about a seed growing and the other is about a mustard seed. So the idea here, Jesus says the kingdom of God is like. The kingdom of God is as if. Um, and what we see here is that it's growing little by little by little. Now, in what sense does the kingdom of God grow little by little? Right, when Jesus comes back, Right? It's not just going to grow little by little. At that point, it's going to be boom. It's going to be all at once. But think about what Jesus is saying. He says it's going to grow and it's going to be small and people are going to get saved and people are going to follow me and it's going to get huge. He says it's like a mustard seed. Tiny little seed. You put it in the ground, but that little seed turns into one of the biggest trees and the biggest plants that you can imagine. And he says that's what the kingdom of God is like. It's starting really small in the little teaching that Jesus is giving the apostles and the people around him, but it's going to grow so big, it's going to take over the entire world. Really, the reign of Jesus will take over the entire world because Jesus will reign over this whole planet. And right now, when you share the gospel with people, it's like the kingdom of God is growing little by little by little. With every single person that's added, it just keeps on growing. And the more people that are making disciples, the bigger and faster, uh, the bigger it's getting, the faster it's getting as well. So that's what we see here about the kingdom of God. So I want you to think about that, right? The kingdom of God in one sense is all about Jesus establishing his kingdom and he'll come back and he will establish his kingdom. But even little by little, um, people are added to, uh, you know, the, the roster of the kingdom. People are starting to submit to Jesus as the king. So that is happening uh, every day and it can happen through you. It can happen through you sharing the gospel with somebody and they can come to repentance of their sin and faith in Christ and boom, they are now a part of this family and they're now a part of this, this kingdom roster of people that are going to inhabit the kingdom of God one day. So that's really cool. So that's what we see here in the book of Mark. It should encourage us to, instead of putting the, the lamp under the basket, so to speak, to be bold, to shine the light of the gospel to people and also that the gospel is going to do its work even though it seems small, even though if we're impatient, it feels like we wish things were going faster, but God is accomplishing his purpose and he could do that through you when you're faithful to share the gospel. So that's today's daily Bible reading. We'll see you back tomorrow for another daily Bible reading snapshot.